Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. All right, so let me get this straight. Terry McAuliffe says he wants to make it hard on you unvaccinated. He'll make it hard on you. What a kind, compassionate tyrant. The Lee brothers have the answer to the mass mandates. I, I'm going to share that with you coming up in the show. We Here's the answer. Here is the answer. It's coming up. And school is back in session. We just finished the first week of education or indoctrination. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee, my co-host and my my dear friend and my brother is not here. And I'm going to tell you more about that in the coming minutes. But first, coming up, T-Mac is going to tell you why he must. you must be punished, whether it's by government or by your employer. You will comply. You will comply, and T-Mac's going to make you. That's coming up at the bottom of this hour. And coming up in the next hour, America mourns. And I want to get to this, uh, more about what happened in Afghanistan and, and what, the, what has the attention of the military and Joe Biden, all that coming up. In the next hour, and I want to share that with you. And and I, it's been talked about in great lengths this Afghanistan thing. And I, I I tried so hard today to come on the on the air and say, how can I be positive? How can we how can we see some light and some hope in this completely chaotic world we live in? And there's none. So I give up. No hope. It's all going downhill. It's there's no recovery. <laughs> right? That's not like us. Internal uh, optimism. I'm really not in the tunnel. I used to be, think I was, but now I'm almost as a pessimistic guy. Everything trends away from the things that are good. Everything. Example is across from me. Richard Lee is not here, and when he's recovered wonderfully, he's doing great, and he falls, and many of you know the symptoms and the things that Richard's been going through, so falling isn't that obscure, really, but he fell in the middle of the night, and destroyed three ribs in his body and had to have surgery if, if that's all he needs right all the things he had to have surgery this week and uh it's just unbelievable i mean everything is trending bad but in this case uh the surgeon i happened to be in there when the doctor came in and told us about what he did and he showed me the x-ray and the steel plates that are now in richard's uh chest so um, he's recovering from that, still in the hospital. And so uh, we cover your prayers as he uh, is, is, is um, preparing to return, which is greatly needed here. All right, before we do anything else, I, I have to bring up, you know, Reagan, my daughter, is the only child I've left in school. She started her junior year at a Midlothian high school here outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. She comes running in first, second day. Here we go again. Oh my, I don't know why, you know, and here's the, here's the news I'm comfortable with. You know, Reagan is an amazing kid, able to see all these things. And the report back to me and said, that's insanity. This is insanity. But all these other kids are just purely being indoctrinated. There is, I'm holding in my hand this, uh, apparently every teacher asks the students to, I, to identify themselves, to tell us about themselves. And of course, on the screen, it says, you know, what's your name, Reagan? What do you like to be called? Reagan. What pronouns are you using? Are you, are you, are you serious? Uh, how many of you in America today, or even listening to my voice, ever had to deal with that? Put your pronoun down. My, what? This, it's become insane. 
what we're going through in our public schools. Just, just incredibly horrible. Then the teacher said, uh, let's go around the room and I want everyone to tell you, you something about yourself. Oh, goody. We'll do math later. Let's find out about ourselves. The schools have become nothing more than, oh, little social experiments. Ooh, little hold hands. Make everybody feel good instead of learning about the real things that matter. So my daughter says, the teacher goes, for example, if you want to know about me, all you, you could see that I like the, the pride flag and I fly that. Oh, great. That's great. Tell me again what the pride flag, oh, it's the gay lesbian flag. And what exactly is the gay? Well, see, here's what gay, why do we have these conversations? Is there any teacher that would say that's really not appropriate? or the classroom to talk about the pride flag, that you're excited to celebrate homosexuality or any other sex for that matter? Is there a heterosexual flag? And if there was, would it make any sense to even mention that's what I would fly? What's the purpose of that? Simple. The teachers want to indoctrinate, not tell you how compassionate they are and how much they care. It's ridiculous. You have to, you have to admit it's ridiculous. Then there's the uh, forced masked teachers, the teachers who want to put their head on their pillow at night and say, I stopped that kid. The mask was below his nose, and I swooped in and fixed it. Yeah, I mean, there's those teachers. Then there's the mask police before you even get in the school, apparently, according to what Reagan was telling me. They go, they're outside not wearing the mask. You're not going to wear the mask outside. There's lunacy in that as there is everything else. Then the, uh, the teacher or the, the guardian of the so-called uh, outside, you know, you can't approach without the mask. So as soon as the kids walk up outdoors, wear the mask, they put your mask on. Well, then if you don't put it on immediately, they chase you down to put the mask on. They chase you down and say, you're going to put this mask on. And then they have to stop what they're doing, get the thing out of there. I mean, who are... These people, who are these teachers? Are they really like every morning waking up and go, here I am today, I'm going to be a masked Nazi. I wonder if they really feel good about that, like they really solved something. These kids aren't wearing, if you think these masks are making any difference in this public school system, you're so wrong as you are about airplane masks. Believe me, I know, there's no, (laughs) you can, okay, everyone get on the plane with their masks, they Apparently, some are covered their nose. Others aren't. I don't. I, I can't breathe in the thing. Then they say you can eat and drink and by removing the mask. Well, that blows it all out of proportion. If it's so serious you got to wear a mask, then why are we letting people eat and drink? You should never remove it if you believe in it, unless you think it's show, unless you think it's just like the AIDS ribbon and you wear it to make people feel better is all. Then you... Um. I have had COVID and I've been vaccinated and I wear a mask. I wear a mask to make other people feel safer. <laughs> yeah, and you chase them down to make other people feel safer. These, ter- these teachers really think that they're making a difference, right? They're just, oh, I just stopped that kid from walking in without a mask. It's Scott. It's the rules of the school. Are you saying they shouldn't enforce the rules of the school? Interesting question. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But then there's this. When you walk into the cafeteria... You have to scan your phone. You have to scan in 
so they can do, get, listen to this, contract tracing. So they know where you are. So they can say you were here next to this person. So you're scanning people in. You know, if this person gets COVID, then they can look and see that you, oh, you scanned next to them. You were sitting next to them. Therefore, go home because you might have COVID. And if you have COVID, you die. Well, uh, you're not going to die. There's a 99.9% chance that anybody in that school who gets COVID will survive. So they're likely not going to die. And more than not likely, likely get in a car accident on the way out before they'll get COVID and die. They may catch COVID. They may have a sniffle or two. They're not going to die. So it's a good thing we do contact tracing. Here's the key thing about this. These kids are brilliant. Once you scan your phone, you have to type in your name. These kids are typing in bogus, made-up, hilarious names. I told Reagan she had to type in the principal's name. Anyway, the principal came out and made a big How dare you kids? How dare you kids mock this COVID tracking? <laughs> well, you know why? Because they're really the adults in the room. And you principals and teachers have lost your mind. I'm concerned about our schools. And, and you've heard, if you listen to the show for any length of time, you know my position on it. It's ridiculous that we are forced to go to these schools. And the reason we're forced to go, to, or the, the reason we have ridiculous things happen in the schools is because we're forced to go to these schools. If we weren't forced, they wouldn't do these things. Reading in the Chesterfield Observer, it's a paper outside of Richmond, Virginia. Sarah Wilkinson wrote in this paper. She said, when I was in high school just eight years ago, there were next to no black kids in my honors and AP classes. Hmm. She said she had to learn that the name of her school was apparently named after an enslaved person. I graduated while understanding that race matters. This is the kind of students they're producing. This apparently graduated eight years ago, a now adult, Sarah Wilkinson, is upset that we're not teaching enough critical race theory in the schools. It looked like it worked for you. Sarah, you're the epitome of the critical race theory student that the public school wanted, and that was eight years ago. I'm pretty sure you're winning. I wouldn't panic too much. All right, coming up, what's the answer to these mass mandates? What's the answer in the school mass mandate? What's the answer on the airplane? What is the answer everywhere? It might surprise you. But I'll tell you in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420 420- 
bourbonbowl.com. 420-Bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. It's a good song. Need a little bit of this pick-me-up. Makes you feel better. If I told you my story. So what is our story right now? It's not like... The song, is, by the way, has a tremendous hope story behind it. It's called My Story. Great, great song. Check it out when you get a second. So what's the answer to this mask folly? This Chinese diaper we've been told to tie to our face and hide our humanity. Oh, Scott Lee, just wear it. It keeps people safe. Well, I, I reject that entirely. It doesn't keep people safe. It's a, it's a lie. I mean, we wear it because it's a show. It's, I mean, look around to when you see people wearing these things. There is now, it's perfectly fine for you to have your mask on under your chin, not even covering your mouth or nose because you have a mask on. And that's all that matters to these people. Here's the answer to the mask mandate. It's called enforcement, and there shouldn't be any. So, so hear me out. Who are the people that are enforcing this? Who, is there anything? Is there anything that you as a security guard, a teacher, a flight attendant, a, a police officer, of, or any person in control, is there anything you wouldn't enforce? Is there anything that you would say, this is morally outrageous and stupid and ridiculous, I'm not going to do that? Is there anything? Or are you such the mask Nazi or such a control freak that you have to stop it? In other words, I just put myself in the position of either a flight attendant, a teacher, a security guard, or a police officer. I would never enforce this insanity. What am I going to do, arrest somebody? What am I going to kick them out of school? What am I going to hold them down, beat them with a rubber hose? What, what am I going to do? I can ask them to put the mask on. I would never in a million years do that. But who are these enforcers, and how are they sleeping at night? The problem with the mask mandates is not that we have a tyrannical government that wants to enforce these things. That's natural. That comes as, as easy as humanity breathing because mankind is desperately wicked. They can't control the ring of power. And when they get it, they want more of it. It's like, a, it's like a drug. I'm not shocked that the government mandates masks, even when they're stupid. I am shocked that normal American citizens living among people will enforce it. The answer to the mask mandate is to stop enforcing it. Just stop, people. Who do you think you are? You're out of control. Oh, that's ridiculous. No, it isn't ridiculous. How can you sleep at night tracking down a kid to put a mask on? Lighten up. Live a life. Get one. Here is what's going on in Australia. And if you think this is too far-fetched, this is exactly what's happening in our public education system on airplanes. You get a flight attendant some power, they can kick you off if your, no- if your mask is below your nose. Here's COVID Nazis 101 Australia. They picked up nine kids who were hanging out on the side of a riverbank. Listen to what happened. 
The eight boys were placed in handcuffs and left to explain a $1,000 fine to Mum. Uh, 681 penalty infringement notices issued in the last 24 hours. 681 penalty infringements. I got right. We did this at 681. Are you bragging about that? You're so excited. This is the police in Australia. 681 all the infringement notices issued in the last 24 hours, more than 400 of those notices were again for people being outside of their home without a reasonable excuse. <laughs> they were outside their home without a reasonable excuse. What police officer enforces that? You have to be a tyrant, radical, leftist. You, that, that is unbelievable. First of all, we bought into this idea that that we should quarantine healthy people. That is an, an, a massive infringement on liberty. We have never done that in the history of viruses of humanity on the planet Earth. We've never quarantined healthy people. Somehow it's now acceptable. Somehow they're outside their house for not a good reason. And we accept that, or at least Australia is. And if you think it's not coming here, you're insane. I've seen these people. They're called teachers. They're called flight attendants. And a lot of times they're called police officers who will arrest a person because of a mask. I am begging America, if you're a mask enforcer, stop. Just stop doing it. Eventually, it will go away. You'll never find me trying to enforce a mask policy. Like I told you last week when that guy, a parent in the gymnasium, came up to me to tell me to put him out. Who is that guy? How insane are you? What, do you sleep well at night thinking you're some sort of good Samaritan, you did the right thing? These teachers, you really think that you stop the kid from walking in without his mask, puts it on, that you're somehow saving people? Have you looked at the school and what's going on in there? It's, it's acid. Stop this enforcement crap because you know where it leads? It leads to Australia. Listen to this. NRL is investigating and criminal charges could be laid. It's getting harder and harder to hide if you're doing the wrong thing. It's getting harder and harder to hide if you're doing the wrong thing? Wow. What's the, what's the wrong thing? What's the right thing? You believe what we've given up for this biomedical, tyrannical mandates put upon us? It's... It, Coming up in the show, I'm going, to talk about, I'm going to talk about forced vaccines with Terry McAuliffe. I mean, masks were bad enough. Now we're being forced to get vaccinated? This is frightening things. And it also goes to not only the person who is enforcing the mask mandate, but it's the employer who's enforcing it also. The employer forcing people. You got a great employee coming to work. You're going to go force him to wear a mask or worse, force him to get vaccinated. Who are you? Just live. If you've been vaccinated, who in the name of Sam Hell even cares? If you're vaccinated, it doesn't matter. I just don't understand. By the way, we are talking about a virus that is no longer, and in fact, I don't think it's ever been pandemic levels. It doesn't kill three to 6% of Americans. Never, not one time. We're acting like this thing is destroying lives everywhere, and it's simply not. I don't know how else to get through to the American people who are in the enforcement role of this. Is there anything that you would enforce? As a police officer, 
is there anything you wouldn't enforce? If the government said you must shoot every other person, you're just going to do it because it's a law? i got to do it? Are there, are there anybody in the enforcement roles willing to say this is stupid enough of this? And if, they, if whoever's hired you to enforce this doesn't like the way you're enforcing it, let them hire someone else to enforce it, and I would hope and pray they don't either. Th- this is the answer to the mass mandates. We're never going to stop government from doing stupid things. We're not. But we should have a reasonable group of people in the United States of America that say, I'm not enforcing something this stupid. And that is really the answer to this. And you saw what's going on in Austria. Those are scary things. It's too high. No longer can you hide from doing the wrong thing. Well, thank God there's government. And every time there's a mass mandate and a vaccine mandate and all these things, there's government there to say, I'm here for you. Don't worry, you stupid surfing peasant. I can protect you. It's the same mentality of a teacher chasing down a kid. I'm here to protect you. It's absurd. The kids know better in many, many ways. All right, coming up. Maybe whiteness explains masking. No, I'm kidding you not. You won't believe this. Lee Brothers in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5 Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine, the Lee Brothers. I wish it was common sense like Thomas Paine. There's no more common sense. It's dead. Thomas Paine wrote an entire pamphlet called Common Sense. It was the idea for liberty and freedom to expand that. It was called Common Sense. Inside that pamphlet, he said, simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense win the day. Unless it's 2021 and we're dealing with Chinese diapers on our face. Then it's common sense is dead. There is no one who can think anymore. No one who can look and say the folly of this. Oh, no, Scott, it helps a little. Well, then we ought to mask everybody, and we should have been doing it since the beginning of child time and the beginning of humanity because it helps a little. It helps somebody. Forget the humanity of it or dehumanization of it or the fact that you're breathing your own carbon dioxide or the fibers from the mask going into kids' lungs. Forget all that. Forget that elementary kids come home with the wrong mask on, a buddy's mask, or the one they found on the floor, or the ones that are floating in the rivers or the lakes. Ah, it's ridiculous. Stanford University professor says this, this mask uh, refusal is because you're white. Professor of political science at Stanford University launched a series of tweets that claim protesters of school masks are doing it because they're whiteness. 
try not to laugh too hard. I mean, <laughs> that's right. They still have their whiteness. They still have their whiteness. Hakeem is his name, claimed that the protesters in opposition to mask wearing are caused by whiteness and that comprehensive discussion about these protests can't be had without acknowledging their whiteness. He tweeted, ain't like masks are comfortable for non-white people, but you don't see a bunch of black folks storming meetings. It's not just because these white folks are GOP. It's because they're white and believe whiteness confers upon them a kind of power that places them above government action. It used to be that all people kind of had the view that we're above government action. It used to be in America we had this rugged individual idea that government was never the solution. It was a problem. That a government too big, too strong, runs over roughshod of liberty. Instead, it's a, only the white people that thought that. It's absurd. You would think everyone would be on that same page. But this is a Stanford professor. Send your kids to college. No, no, send them there. The, the, what is wrong with their education system? So I, I get you this Stafford professor is the same guy that would run down and scream at you for not wearing a mask. You know, he's an enforcer. The more enforcers we have, the better. It's always good for humanity, for getting together and companionship within America. It's about uniting us, quite frankly. You know, fighting over things like that. If you don't have a mask on, you're killing me. Forget that I have one on. I think I'm safe with mine, but you got to have one on too. It's, that's the left today. It's frightening as can be. It's even more frightening as Governor T-Mac thinks he's going to be governor again. And when he is, he's going to force vaccinations. Oh, he won't make the government do it. But he's going to make it harder on you. He wants your life to be miserable if you're unvaccinated. Tyranny on display. That is next. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo Five O dot com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this yes, city. we did on liberty. That is, or tyranny, whatever one. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, Henry, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, usually sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee, and he is uh, not here recovering from a fall, broken, fractured ribs that are this is a really unbelievable video. You know, the doctor came in and showed me the x-rays, and I was like, what? That is... That is if he got in some car accident or something. It's unbelievable how wrecked his rib cage was. Now, if you put your arm straight to your side and you go to your right side, right where your arm touches your body and back a little bit is where he busted his ribs open. And it's just, he's in the most excruciating pain, at least was. You know, a little button you push, you get the pain thing. Apparently, he used up all his buttons and they had to run in and say, stop pushing that thing. To which he said to me, Scott, you would love this. You need to tried this button <laughs> it's the way he is. he's in serious pain broken ribs he's recovering and he's joking with me that's who uh that's who he is and uh, we miss him greatly we covet your prayers for richard at the leebrothers.com richard at the leebrothers.com speaking of leebrothers.com go there if you would please and you can now get one of these things 
I'm holding in my hand a logoed Lee Brothers tumbler. And these are found at theleebrothers.com. Click on merchandise, click the link, takes you directly there, and you can order these Lee Brothers tumblers and, among other things, with the Lee Brother logo. Very, very cool, and I would love you to participate there. I mean, everyone needs a Lee Brother paraphernalia. All at uh, theleebrothers.com. Click on the merchandise. Also, there's a great Trump ad there, a new Trump ad against Biden, which we'll talk about coming up in the next hour about uh, the whole debacle that, that turned out to be Afghanistan. Didn't have to be this way. That, that's the most frustrating thing. It doesn't, and it didn't have to lead to death. Horrible. All at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And yes, it's Romika Designs. And I just got to, on our screen, those who are paying attention live, it's Romika Designs. Very smart of you. All, by the way, theleebrothers.com, click on it, takes you directly there. Great, great group of people working on those logoed Lee Brothers paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. All right, so what is the end game of COVID, by the way? What is the end game? What, what do the COVID people want? Do they want zero COVID cases? Because, or, or what, what's the survival rate have to be for us to get back to normal? And right now, it's extremely high. But I just want to know what it needs to be. Does it need to be 100%? Because nothing is 100%. We're doomed. And I get the sense that's where we are. That's where this whole COVID thing comes from. There's people dying, Scott. Yeah, there are people who die from COVID. What are we supposed to do? Inject things into our body that we object to, that we don't want? And by the way, there are tremendous people I know dearly who have been, been vaccinated. I don't have a problem with the vaccination. If you want the vaccination, you should take the vaccination if you fear COVID. If you fear COVID, the vaccines are working for that purpose. If you don't fear COVID, nobody should come to you and force you to take the vaccination, whether it be your employer, your family, or Terry McAuliffe. Nobody should force you. T-Mac and um, the Jersey uh, governor, uh, Chris Christie, were on a forum in Las Vegas last week, and I wanted to get to this, and I, I didn't do it, but the reason I... The first thing I heard T-Mac say set me off like a mad lunatic. And when you hear it, you'll know why. Here he is. I'm optimistic about the future. I am running for governor again. Um, I'll be the first Democrat in 400 years to win twice. Hope <laughs> so not. you're with a little history tonight. You know, oh. when you go to bed tonight, yeah. Virginia's first governor, uh, Patrick Henry, started the American Revolution. Give me liberty, give me death. Second governor, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> now Terry McAuliffe. There you go. <laughs> Is this not a great country? <laughs> oh, God help us. You believe that? How could somebody who is absolutely diametrically opposed to Patrick Henry and Thomas Jefferson say something like that? I guess the little laugh in the middle is what teed it off to where this is a joke. Second Governor Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's it. That's it right there. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that explains it. You get Jefferson and Patrick Henry, and then me? (laughs) Now Terry McAuliffe. There you go. (laughs) Is this not a great country? (laughs) Here, here. Isn't that a great country? Or a warped one? This guy is everything. I mean, if T-Mac would have been alive the time that Jefferson and Henry would have been there, he would have disagreed with everything they said. He makes it sound like he's for everything they say. There isn't a single government program that Governor T-Mac doesn't think should be involved with, all the way to getting, what, broadband? I will get everybody Wi-Fi. 
I will get everyone broadband. That's that's the role of the governor. You think Patrick Henry was thinking, man, I can't wait till I can get control of this Virginia so I can give people things. This is a, this is embarrassing. This is frustrating to have somebody running for governor say something like that and everyone just kind of laughs about it. How about parole? That's what T-Mac is. His entire parole board is the one who lets someone out escape and kill someone else. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. That's what Patrick Henry was thinking about. Not law and order. I'm about getting people paroled. I think you should tie yourself to Patrick Henry and Thomas Jefferson, T-Mac. But listen, I'm about getting people paroled. Yep, um, I know you are. It's ridiculous. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. How dare you? How dare you prop and say that you're in the mold of... Patrick Henry Lee, or I'm sorry, that's Richard Henry Lee, or Patrick Henry or Thomas Jefferson. This is just ridiculous. It's so maddening that the, the Democrats are out there even referencing a founding father in any way, shape, or form when they oppose everything. Look, the Federalist Papers, go read the Federalist Papers and then tell me that they don't, they don't believe in separation of powers or federalism. They simply don't. T-Mac can't wait to get dollars from the federal government. He can't wait for the federal government to swoop in and give him things so he can look like a hero and give you stuff. This is Governor T-Mac. This is who this guy is. Now, that's just the beginning that set me off. I, I should have waited a bit more to tell you more, but here's how he went on this COVID rant, which scares me about him. Of course, when you hear this, you'll see why. I am so nervous, uh, you know, uh, going back in office in five, six months. I'm very worried what this <laughs> Wait, is. Wait, I got to say, we're nervous too, baby. We're nervous too. What are you nervous about? You th- you're nervous about going back into office? No, he's going to explain in a second. But isn't that funny? Because, yeah, I'm kind of nervous too, just saying. Uh, you know, uh, going back in office in five, six months, I'm very worried what this is going to do to our economy. Uh, we have 93 million Americans today that are not vaccinated. And we need to do everything that we possibly can. I am worried about the next variant. I was watching uh, shows this morning. They're talking about the next variant could come out. It may be a strain that is resistant to vaccines. And what's going to happen to this country? And I think... What, what's going to happen to the country and Virginia? What do, you, what do you think he's worried about? He's worried about shutting down the economy. You don't think Governor T-Mac would shut down Virginia, its restaurants, its bars, its activities, and make you a healthy person stay quarantined? You don't think that's what T-Mac wants? That's what he's worried about. I got to shut you people down again. You're not even complying with the vaccines. I'm going to swoop in, and I'm going to make sure all you people are stay at home. No, we're going to destroy the economy. Not me, COVID. This is what he's saying. He's saying COVID's going to do it. No, he will do it. That's who he is. That's Governor T-Mac. And what's going to happen to this country? And I think we need, and I'm proud that, and I tell my private businesses all the time, I hope you mandate vaccines for people coming. Until we make it hard for people to get on planes or go to movie theaters, people just aren't going to do it. Got to make it hard on people. You imagine a governor saying something like that? Of course, no one picked up on it. No one's going to say anything. You see, T-Mac has a bigger heart than a brain, and people pick up on that. He just cares about us, Scott. I want to make it harder on people to live if you're not vaccinated. COVID isn't here because there's unvaccinated people. There's no way you can vaccinate this thing away. This is the absurdity of the entire argument. It's not smallpox. It's not polio. It's a virus. It's not going away. In fact, we know that because even those who are vaccinated get the virus and are passing it on. Where does this come from? This is scary stuff to think this way. Except 
here's what's even more scary. This guy isn't just your neighbor. He wants to be your governor. He wants to, he wants to run the state that controls you. That is scary stuff. But it's under the premise that he thinks that you unvaccinated losers are the problem here. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I don't care. He shouldn't either. He thinks that you ought to be punished for it. He goes on even further. We're not going door to door, but you make life difficult. (laughs) Thank you. We're not going to go door to door and make sure people are vaccinated. We can't do that. That government's not strong enough, big enough, because, of course, trying to enforce something like that would be difficult. So we're not going to go to door, but we're going to make it difficult. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for honoring the freedom that someone has to put a shot in their arm. You are a tyrant, and you're a jerk because you make it sound like you care, and we're supposed to bind it. You're manipulative, but you are a no doubt an absolute tyrant to demand that someone else doesn't do your job. If you think it's so serious that employers ought to force a vaccination, then you have no guts to do it yourself and let government do it. Come on! Terry, you think it's that important that you got to force vaccinations on everyone 12 and over? And by the way, what do you do with 11-year-olds? They can still get the virus and pass it on to adults. Can we force them? Can we take them from the parents who won't vaccinate them and vaccinate them yourself? Terry, if you had a hair on your butt and cared like you say you do, you would take this upon yourself. Don't you care about people? Force vaccinations on them. Get the government of Virginia to do it instead of begging employers to do it. This guy is disgusting. Now, in contrast, he has an opponent. This is good news. Here's Yunkin. We have to uh, just uh, respect people's ability to express their liberty to say, no, I'm not going to get this vaccine for whatever reason. Wow, what a crazy man he is. What a sick individual. He errs on the side of freedom and your liberty and your decision to make it. If, if you could argue, if you could even show that this was a pandemic-level death, you, you could argue so many different things, but you can't, none of this is even real. The whole thing is like a complete fake. It's, it's unbelievable. And I'm not saying COVID's fake, because you just heard what I said. If, you like the, if you're worried about things, get the vaccine, get it, and great, and super, and you should, because it does have a negative impact on many people. And by the way, 60-year-old and older, we have almost 90% vaccination. Isn't that exactly what we want? Terry McAuliffe is a scary individual. What makes him even more scary is not the only things he said. He admittedly says we're going to make it hard on you. But the fact that he's in control and can do it would be different if it was your neighbor. Scary, scary times. All right, coming up, maybe more on this. We'll get to it. Also, something very interesting. DeSantis is now being endorsed by Fauci. How can that be? That in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 
bourbonbowl.com. 420-BOURBONBOWL, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Thank you very much. Yes. See, there is hope. Don't be smart, people. Make good decisions. Don't worry about it. As long as they're in government. I mean, if I just, I have faith in TMAC. Don't you? Governor McAuliffe, don't you have faith that he'll do the right thing for you? He'll be forced to shut down the economy, but it's for your benefit. Don't, come on, quit being upset with the government officials. They know better than you. Just let them tap you on the head like a surfing peasant. Put a mask on, hide your identity, shame yourself, suck in your own carbon dioxide and your fibers. It's for you and your children. Make sure your four-year-old wears a mask because that will scar him for life if we're lucky. That way we have complete control forever. There, there is something about this control. There's some psychology involved in this COVID thing, and I'll explain to you in just a second. But first, Fauci quoted DeSantis this week. He didn't quote DeSantis, but he said the same thing DeSantis has been saying, as he hates DeSantis. It's really interesting because DeSantis has been promoting this mon- monoclonal antibody treatments. He's putting in these treatments all over Virginia or uh, Florida. In other words, once you get COVID and diagnosed with it, you can go get your monoclonal antibody treatment at all these locations. Just walk up, they give you a little shot or a little, I don't know what it is, is a liquid swallowing thing. I don't know what it is, but apparently very effective. I'm going to quote Fauci after he demoralized and told him it was a bad thing and didn't want any part of it. Now the New York Post is quoting Fauci himself saying, COVID-19 sufferers can reduce the risk of hospitalization and death up to 85% if they receive these monoclonal antibody treatments in the early stages, quoting Dr. Fauci, who is a nobody. Is he even, what did he do before? Go look it up. He's nearly a nobody. But why would Fauci now be in charge? The interesting thing is because it works. These monoclonal antibody treatments are working. So is Invictin, so is a lot of other things that work with a zinc and vitamin D infusion. We have dealt with this COVID thing, and we understand how to deal with it if we would deal with it. It's like the flu. The flu killed people. By 60 to 70,000 people die every year to the flu. I I think I heard the number up as high as 100,000 at one point. We should shut down the schools and everything. What? but we can't test for the flu anymore. It's gone. There is no flu. Maybe the tests don't recognize a difference between the flu and COVID. Otherwise, where'd the flu go? Did COVID eat it? The, there is a, um, a tool that's designed by psychologists to have coercive methods work on prisoners of war. 
listen to me here. Don't lose me on this. This is going to blow your mind. It's called the Bitterman's Chart of Coercion. This tool was demonstrated to explain the coercive methods of stress manipulation used to torture prisoners of war. These techniques were used by these people to conform the prisoners. And it was psychological. It wasn't like we're going to beat you with a hose, but it was psychological. Let me give you one of the first things that is in this Bitterman's chart of coercion. You can look this up. Number one, isolation. Deprive victims of all social support of their ability to resist. Develop an intense concern with self. Make victims dependent. That's first. Isolate. Now, I want, want you to compare this to what's going on with government's reaction to COVID. Isolation. Number two, a monopolization of perception. Wow. A monopolization of perception? You don't think that's going on? You don't think we've been monopolized to believe the perception of COVID? We are told it's killing everyone. If you get COVID, have you ever, have you ever had someone say, I had COVID, and they would go, oh, oh, no. Yeah, we've been monopolized our perception. So one of the first charts in the Bitterman chart of coercion is to monopolize a perception. Fix attention upon immediate predicament. Eliminate any other information that is outside this boundary. Wow. Listen to the next one. Humiliation and degradation. Make resistance more costly than compliance. Man, am I reading from the government playbook here? Make resistance more costly than compliance. Thank you, Governor T-Mac. That's exactly what you just said. Make it more costly to resist than to comply. I wonder... If Governor T-Mac is using a little manipulation that was used to torture prisoners of war out of Bitterman's chart of coercion, ah, we'll make resistance impossible. Compliance is the only answer. You'll be forced to comply. The other item on this chart, exhaustion, weakens mental and physical ability to resist. Boy, have we been there. I just don't want to fight the battle anymore. Fine, I'll get the vaccination. Fine, I'll wear the mask. Just, uh, I don't want to fight it anymore. Exhaustion. Threats is another one. Create anxiety and despair. Outline the cost of noncompliance. This is COVID-101. Is our government reading from Bitterman's chart of coercion? Are they trying to manipulate us? To gain control of us? So that TMAC can say, look, uh, some people just aren't complying. We'll monopolize perception. We'll isolate them. We'll degrade them. We'll make it exhaustion for them to comply or not to comply wow and then the last thing on this chart force trivial demands trivial demands develop a habit of compliance it's just a mask scott lee it's trivial just a mask you can wear it for the rest of your life can't you don't you have a problem wearing a mask for the rest of your life sure It's forcing trivial demands. Isn't that what we're told? That the mask is trivial? Yet the mask isn't trivial, is it? It's absolutely critical to saving lives. But they make it sound like it's critical. Just wear the mask. You wear a seatbelt in the car, don't you? Yeah, here's the deal. I don't need government to tell me to wear a seatbelt. I don't need a government to tell me to wear a mask, which is DeSantis' entire view. If you want to wear a mask, wear one. If you believe in the science of the mask... Put one on your face, or two, or three. 
walk around in a bubble. I don't care. But when the government starts telling me I need a bubble and 18 masks, is it just a simple thing? It's just a trivial demand, Scott. Get over yourself. Stop fighting. It's really worthless at this point. There are people dying, and you're killing them. It, it, it's so scary what's happening. It's interesting when we look at our culture and our society, how far we've slipped in one and a half years for the cause of liberty and freedom. Trivial demands. 60 seconds at LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. You're to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. So I need to bang my head at Led Zeppelin. Turn it up a little bit. Maybe that's what we ought to do the rest of the show. Just listen to music. I'm so depressed. It's probably what it needs to take to get there. I'm <laughs> just saying. So T-Mac said this. We're not going door to door, right. but you make life difficult. But you're going to make it difficult. T-Mac sent out a press release on Twitter saying breaking following the full FDA approval of Pfizer, which, by the way, it was not a full FDA approval of Pfizer. You can look that up. It's simply not. I'm calling on every Virginia employer to require all eligible employees to be vaccinated. I can't do it myself. I'm not strong enough, courageous enough to make government do it. So you, through the force of government threat to an employer. You do it. We need every eligible Virginian to get vaccinated to beat this virus together. We'll get it done. Not together. You're forcing people. It, should you really be forced to do it? If, if Should employers really force employees to put something in their body that they don't want? They don't, they don't want to do that. So you're saying they ought to be forced to do it against their will to save their job which, by the way, I've shared this on the show multiple times too, people aren't getting vaccinated because of their health concerns. They're getting vaccinated because they feel forced to get vaccinated. Oh, that's fine, Scott, whatever it takes. We got to get the people. No, you don't. That's not how it works. That's not freedom and liberty. People ought to be able to decide what they put in their own bodies. TMAC is a travesty, but so was Governor Northam. Northam this week was all excited to announce the second Racial Truth and Reconciliation Week. It promotes the reckoning of Virginia's past and reconciling of Virginia's present. That's an interesting week I want to celebrate. Let's do that. Let's relive old things that are painful, nasty, and let's point out differences. 
let's have a racial truth and reconciliation week. Didn't we have an entire war about that? Do we need a week about it? Ralph Northam is, he's, I can't wait for him to be gone. But you are being selfish. <laughs> exactly, because he called me, because he said I was selfish. But are we really going to trade him in for TMAC? You are being selfish. Crazy human being, both of them. They belong together. Yunkin must be TMAC. He has to. If he doesn't, I guess we'll all be forced to get the inoculation. All right, coming up, uh, America mourns. And it's pretty sad uh, what happened in Afghanistan. It wasn't necessary. We'll talk about that. And Supreme Court rules 6-3 to three for the Constitution and for liberty. It's actually quite amazing. All that dead ahead. We are the Lee Brothers. You can find us at LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Bigoted towel manufacturers. Now towel manufacturers are bigoted these people. That's going to be fun. I want to talk about that. Can we get to that one? Try very hard. The Supreme Court rules 6-3 to three for the Constitution, but the three dissenters say amazing things. I can't believe they're judges. That's coming up. And America mourns. And it wasn't even necessary. That is next. Virginia Citizens... An American patriot is the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host and brother who normally sits across from me, sometimes on my left, is Richard Lee. He's not here. He is, in fact, recovering from a fall, broke three ribs. Or is it four ribs? I think it was three. It looked like a complete shattered rib cage, quite frankly. They put titanium plates in his ribs to, uh, to help him. It's just one punch after another, right into the gut of uh, the Lee household and Richard, and he just keeps taking them. And you know, we—I was doing the—I was jogging this morning, thinking about the uh, how long we've been on the air. We're approaching our 19th year of the Lee Brothers Radio Show. I—I I cannot believe it's been—it's been that long. And and uh, this last four months, five months, had been very difficult because I've been here by myself. It's not how the show was designed. I miss him greatly. Prayers for Richard, please. You can drop him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Elections have consequences. Oh, I just voted because I thought he was the best guy or a good guy. I don't even know why I voted, quite frankly. And with this mail-in balloting or ballots and voting, there are people who have never voted before who got a knock on the door Hey, did you get your mail-in ballot? Yeah, I got something in the mail. Here, put Joe Biden on there. I'll pick it up for you and take it in. Yeah. It turns out the ignorance of the American people, when you vote, it matters. And what happened this week is a gut punch to anyone who has any kind of love of country, love of our military, or any respect for America. And it didn't, it didn't even have to happen. This is what is just mind-blowing. 
when when bad decisions are made over and over again, eventually it leads to death. Even though Joe Biden says, no one's died, no one's dying. And then the, two days later, we have 10 U.S. Marines, two Army soldiers, and one Navy Corps. Corpsman making last week one of the deadliest days of American forces in over a decade. I... I can't explain, although I think many of us tried, either on the airwaves or in different places, the the feeling of loss that comes over someone like like us, the Lee brothers, who are amazing patriots who love the country dearly. And when we see this stuff happen that could stop, it just is, it's so hard to understand. I mean, these families, I feel for them. In fact, um, Richard and I took specific time to pray for our country for these families and for a vision to get out. But it's, um, it's unbelievable how when you walk into the voting booth at any level, what you do makes a difference. Biden is completely incompetent. He's been on the wrong side of nearly every single foreign event in his 50 years in office. I mean, dead wrong. And then he flipped back and forth on it constantly. He has no vision. There is no leadership. We're a rudderless country right now. If you saw um, Donald Trump's ad, he put an ad out. You can find it at theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. Click on it. You'll see that. This would have never happened under Trump. Can someone explain to me why we closed Bahrain Air Force Base? Why, why did we close that base? We weren't done. Why would you close a base and have everyone go to Kabul? That is the worst airport in the entire planet Earth and maybe other planets. It's unbelievably bad. And then we had to defend that? No wonder. Why would we not have our Air Force Base open that we built there for billions of dollars, leave it open, bring everyone there where it's totally secure? We would have had it. It would have been completely different. That was a decision by Barack or by um, Joe Biden. He had to be held accountable for that. Instead, he holds a press conference, doesn't even know what he's doing, and has to ask the Press corps, or he says at a press corps, um, I'm told I have to, uh, I was instructed to call on Ke- Kelly O'Donnell from NBC. If that isn't the biggest slap in the face of America, we will see our, our commander-in-chief who's un, so unprepared that he got all our men killed in Afghanistan, 13 of them, and he can't even, he's been instructed? Who's running this? This is horrible. Then I dug deeper and I realized, you know what? Our military isn't even the same military anymore. Two days before this horrible incident, we had uh, one of our commanders in the military tweet, and if you haven't seen this, it's appalling. Diversity is a number. And he sends this picture of all these women and women of color and all the people in the military, it's like this montage of all these pictures if you haven't seen it. In fact, you can just Google it. Go to Twitter or Google um, tweet made by Michael Grinston, who is uh, in the military, and see his stupid tweet. Diversity is a number. Do you have people that don't look or think like you in the room? Inclusion is listening and valuing those people. I mean, I would expect this from, I don't know, Prius or some green earth. But this is... The United States military. Who the hell cares? Your mission is simple. It used to be the Department of War. Now it's the Department of Defense. These people are there to break things and kill people and win battles, period. I don't care. 
he says in the statement, diversity is a number. Do you have people that don't look like you in the room? What the heck does that have to do with anything? Don't look like me? I may want people around me who think differently, but now it's about looks. They have to look different than me? What does that have to do with anything? How stupid and screwed up is our military right now? Why are they talking about all this white stuff and race stuff? I mean, we got our embassies flying the LGBT flag all over the world. What? Why would we ever hoist a flag that isn't the United States of America? Is there another flag that should be? Apparently there is. It's the LGBT flag, which, by the way, was the Biden administration made flying the LGBT flag a top priority of its diplomatic mission to condone and promote homosexual lifestyle, apparently everywhere. And in Jamaica this week, there were crowds protesting it outside our embassy. That's great, isn't it? Don't you love that? The shining city on the hill is stained. We have people now who used to think that America was the moral leader and the place to go for morality and justice and liberty and freedom, and we're promoting homosexuality in a flag. We think it's more important to fly a flag in Afghanistan embassy, in Jamaica's embassy. We are one messed up group of military because of our leaders are messed up. This is... There are consequences of this, of elections. Members of the Jamaican Coalition of Healthy Society protest outside the United States Embassy in Jamaica for flying the LGBT flag, denouncing actions as an insult to their country. At the, uh, at the end, one of the protesters outside the embassy told the television station that flying the LGBT flag is hostile to our laws, our culture, and a whole demo- democratic society. In Jamaica, about 70% of Jamaicans are Christians. Instead of flying the Jamaican flag of Emancipation Day, the U.S. has decided to fly the flag that insults our country. The only flag that should fly in the na- is the national flag. The LGB flag is not the national flag. No kidding. We have to tell the adults that run our country this? Why would we hoist any flag other than the United States of America unless your goal is diversity and all this kind of crap of inclusion, which, by the way, We've been inclusive. We are inclusive. No one has a, there's a difference between what they're doing and what inclusive is. Let's just face the facts on that. So I'm, I'm frustrated that we lost these men in a complete debacle of the Biden administration. But this thing moves on. I mean, we have a travesty in our military that's really focused on the wrong things. And that's because the leftists, the hippies, the 60s, the people who never thought would be in charge are in charge. And the havoc they are wreaking is, is, uh, is a threat to liberty, and it's bad. This kind of political correctness is not welcome in the military, and it shouldn't be welcome in the United States. 60 seconds, LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. 
Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. It's like everything we're fighting has just become too large to even deal with. They flooded the system with a massive amount of leftist garbage to the point where you can't even, you don't even know where to fight the battles anymore. I mean, we have a military that uh, is led by an incompetent, total incompetent man. Almost impeachable incompetency. It led to the deaths of these uh, Marines, Army, it's in Navy. It's outrageous. It's so disgusting. You just want to say, and then that battle is just one of all the battles we're fighting. The battles are unreal because they affect every aspect of us. We are now still arguing about bathrooms. We're arguing about what's being taught in our schools. Everything that is wrong with the United States of America is directly tied to the Democratic Party and leftism. Everything. Pick one. Uh, let's just say inflation, completely laid at the feet of Democrats and liberals for their massive jumping on COVID and spending another $12 trillion because they shut down an economy. You don't find conservatives trying to shut down the economy. They, they want to quarantine healthy people. You don't find conservatives want to quarantine healthy people and take away their liberties. L- look at everything that is going on in our, in our country, and you can point right at what's going on. You want to fix these things? Never elect another Democrat. Now, I'm not saying the Republican Party is perfect. It's far from it. In fact, they're not even conservative most of the time. But you have to start down this path of ridding ourselves of the leftism. There's a uh, sheriff in Dade County in Madison out in Wisconsin that says he refuses to call prisoners inmates anymore. He wants to call them residents. Dane County Sheriff Calvin Barrett announces a change in philosophy at the Dane County Jail. Sheriff Barrett says people who are incarcerated will no longer be referred to as inmates. They'll call them residents or those within our care. The sheriff says it's an effort to humanize people at the jail and eliminate some of the barriers they face as they re-enter back into society. <laughs> Left is funny, isn't it? Aren't they hilarious? I, let's ignore the truth and just... Make something up. Like residents. Well, residents would imply they're there on purpose. They're there because they want to be. And they're paying a service and they're getting a service. That would imply it. That's not at all what it is here. And by the way, inmates have worked since the beginning of time. You broke the law. You're in prison for a reason. You're an inmate in jail. What do you mean to maintain dignity and respect? We will no longer refer to our incarcerated community members as inmates. The new, new title will be residents or those within our care, which is too long, quite frankly. Those within our care, that's four words. you got to have something. I mean, residents would make more sense. You can't, you can't put those in our care. It doesn't, make, it doesn't even make any sense. You can just call them residents. I mean, if you're in a hurry, you can't say, 
hey, those within our care, that would be bad. You could say, hey, residents, that works. Quite frankly, none of it works because it's all a lie. We want to destigmatize everything that the left point. We can't call them inmates because it's, it's bad. So we need to destigmatize. Well, there's a reason they're inmates. They're bad people. They're going to jail. They're in jail. Call them that. It's like we, we destigmatize welfare, and predictable results are we've got more people on welfare because it's not a big deal anymore. Oh, I'm on welfare. The government's going to fund it all, even though we've got millions of jobs we need because no one's going to work. Why would they? Now we want to destigmatize crime. We can't call these people inmates. What's wrong with you? What kind of leftist idea is this? Where does this come from? Where does the perpetual idea that we can't deal with reality, that human beings aren't capable of understanding that the inmate is the proper terminology, and what I call them doesn't matter because they're still inmates. I, it, it's, it's asinine. Now you have this transgender man in Virginia corrections department who's suing. Ah, he's suing. He's going to sue the corrections department. Ah, he thinks she's a she, or she thinks he's a he. Says she wants surgery. Yeah. So the incarcerated transgender man filed a complaint this week against the Virginia Department of Corrections. A complaint. A complaint. And we're going to hear the complaint. Let's see. You're an inmate. Oh, I'm sorry, a resident. You're a resident of this prison. <laughs> Sounds so stupid, doesn't it? A resident. Where do you live? Well, my residency is the uh, correctional center. In... <laughs> this is outrageous. Suing the correction department for denying him surgery and other treatment for gender dysphoria. I'm sure the taxpayer should pay for it as well. The plaintiff, Jason, was convicted of first-degree murder in 2004, so he's a murderer. He's in the Fluvanna Correction Center for women in Troy, Virginia. The only thing I'm asking is to be treated fairly and have access to the same standard health care and other incarcerated people receive. You have that. You actually want different health care. You have the health care that everyone has. So quit saying all you want to do is treat it like, no, you don't want to be treated like everyone else. You want your own special treatment. That's what you want. You, you don't want it to be the same. And by, and by the way, you want the taxpayers to fund it. And why would we do that? And by the way, what party would ensure that this lawsuit goes through? What judge would allow for this? A Democrat liberal judge would allow for this. Uh, a Democrat would probably fund it. And TMAC would make sure that he gets paroled. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. So he likes people who murdered uh, other people to get parole. He's the one who changed the parole board. He's the one who said the parole board isn't doing what I want. So he changed the entire parole board, forced parole on murderers to get back out and murder again. This is the kind of guy that the Democrats like. A transgender is going to get money, taxpayer money, from TMAC and Ralph Northam. You are being selfish? Exactly. All those guys will help this person because that's what they do. They don't care about the law abiding. They don't care about crime and punishment. All they care about is parole. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. That guy would have a hearing with Terry McAuliffe. That girl who was, wants to be a guy would have a hearing with Terry McAuliffe. When everyone else in America says, hey, shut your mouth, you killed someone, you're in our prison, you get three meals a day, and you're lucky you get to talk to people. I mean, and then, of course, there used to be the death penalty. The Democrats got rid of that. The Democrats came into Virginia. The first thing they did is they got rid of voter ID, so you don't need an ID to vote anymore. Got rid of that. Why would you need that? I can't cheat without, with people getting voter ID, so they got rid of that. The second thing they did is they got rid of the death penalty. Why? You can't do that, people. Death penalty is the appropriate punishment for somebody who murders somebody else. We got rid of that. 
So now the worst thing that can happen to a murderer is life in prison, which, by the way, when you get TMAC in there, life in prison doesn't mean life in prison. That's what the parole board did when TMAC changed them last time, is they got rid of the life imprisonment for a murderer, and they let him out. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. There are consequences for elections. We just saw them last week, what one of the consequences had to be. The death of our servicemen. That's a consequence for electing Joe Biden. That would not have happened under Trump, and I'll stand by that every single time and challenge you if you want to challenge me on it. This guy who wants to have a transgender surgery is endorsed, promoted by an LGBT flag flying in our embassies all over the country, including Afghanistan and Jamaica. Put there by Biden. Election has consequences. Freed by TMAC. Elections have consequences. And, by the way, this is what TMAC is about. He's about parole. But listen, I'm about getting people paroled. That's what he does. He's about getting people paroled. This is scary stuff. It's a scary time. It's time that America wakes up to what the Democratic Party has given us. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brother. I'm so depressed today. I can't get out of this funk. You know, I've got Richard recovering from broken ribs. I've got the, uh, we have a huge loss at, in a, to America and our troops. It seems like everything that is going on in the country is going the wrong way. My daughter started the indoctrination centers again this week. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just depressing. I mean, I, and I can't get over it. Somebody help me. Or maybe we can just play the music until it fades out and then we Back to the show. Is there any way we can play other music? Is there anything else that might cheer me up a little bit? Anything at all? Okay, that might help. God is on the move. All right, let me just focus on that because that is the only hope for mankind. It it, it really is. And I think the, the, the thing that's interesting about this turn of events in our country is I, I really think it'll get people back to what really matters. 
you know, dad used to tell us all the time, there's things that matter and there are things that don't. And a lot of times we get hung up on the things that don't matter and realize that things that matter is where we need to put our focus. And, you know, the way the economy's going the, with the COVID chaos and everything's tensions high, just maybe God is on the move and we don't, we don't always, don't always see it. But on a fun part, we got the uh, leprechauns from Notre Dame are under attack. They want to change the name there. The Fighting Irish are fighting claims that Notre Dame's mascot's offensive. Are leprechauns even real? I mean, is there a leprechaun group running around? I don't I, I don't think they're... I'm sure they're not real. This is absurd. This is how far we've come. At least we can laugh at this, right? Because they're not even real. I mean, there's not a leprechaun group. There's not a contingency of leprechauns. There's not a Facebook page of leprechauns. They're not these, uh, these people running around going... But the leprechaun mascot has been around for decades, but a survey conducted by a group found the leprechaun to be the fourth most offensive mascot in the country. Why is everybody offended by stuff? Fourth? What are you, ranking mascots on what's offensive? Let's say it's number one. What? Who? And you would change your mascot because some survey said it's offensive? When is we going to grow a set of guts, if we may? The Notre Dame mascot's offensive said no Irish person ever in the history of recorded time. No kidding, because you think the Irish are upset about the leprechaun? Of course not. But here's what's interesting. This is why I'm done with ESPN and all this other crap. I mean, this is ESPN, Max Kellerman. He has called on Notre Dame to follow the lead of uh, Cleveland Indians, who changed their name to Guardians. So, excuse me, Cleveland Guardians. He said, quote, many Irish Americans are not offended, but many are. Okay, some are offended, some aren't. Should that also change? The answer is yes, unequivocally yes. Precocious negative stereotypes of marginalized people that offend, even some among them should be changed. Marginal- are leprechauns real? What in the name of Sam Hill is going on here? Max Kellerman, you're supposed to hey, stick with sports, dude. Stick, just deal with sports and stop worrying about who's offended. You know, I'm not, I, I'm sick of the offended being offended. The professionally offended now are upset about leprechauns. Come on. It's got to stop, right? I mean, this can't be real. Unbelievable. What's even more unbelievable is a 6-3 to three decision was called a split by the Washington Post on a Supreme Court struck down the eviction moratorium. I got to tell you about this, but I also want to share with you the dissenters, what they said. These are real judges. Wow. That coming up. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. We built this city. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend of my brother, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left. 
is Richard Lee. Richard is uh, in the hospital recovering from broken ribs, and, uh, of course, we covet your prayers for him. He's uh, He'll recover. He'll be back. Great spirits. The man can take a licking and hate this cliche. Keep on ticking. Anyway, uh, so he'll be back um, next week. Richard at theleebrothers.com is how you reach him. Richard at theleebrothers.com. And speaking of theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com and mojo50.com, which is the home of the Lee Brothers, mojo50.com. Actually, would you go there, please? Mojo50.com. Check out some great hosts from libertarian to conservative thinking. You can listen 24-7 at mojo50.com. You click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our homepage there, and uh, you can participate. Also, uh, merchandise link. I am holding in my hand the new merchandise that says the Lee Brothers Radio as the Founding Fathers Intended logo, logo tumbler. If you go to LeeBrothers.com, click on merchandise, you too can get a tumbler. Get one for your family. One each, that is. So if you have, let me just get four kids, that would be four tumblers. Or no, it'd be, if you have four kids, that means there's six of you. So there'll be six tumblers. But that was in 1950. So today you probably don't have uh, four kids. You probably may not have any and you're not married. So I, I, I don't, <laughs> whatever. TheLeeBrothers.com, click on merchandise, takes you right there. Also there, you'll find the Trump ad. You'll find women's oppression in America by college kids who think they're oppressed until you realize that, Actually, Afghanistan is pretty bad, and they've got it good. It's actually a pretty good video. You'll like it, the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Jefferson had them relegated to the basement. It was not a big deal. The Supreme Court is not a big issue. In fact, asked about it. They thought it would be the least of the concerns of the branches. Turns out that nine people in robes are making incredible changes in our country, and you should get Ted Cruz's book, uh, One Vote Away, which is unbelievable book. And I, even if you don't like Ted Cruz, you should get the book. It's an outstanding book, One Vote Away by Ted Cruz, dealing with the Supreme Court. I've, um, I've never cared much about who was on the court, whether they were a woman, black, man, uh, alien from outer space. I could have a court of nine transgender, whatever they may be, as long as they're strict constitutionalists, I don't care. Not to the left, that's different. You got to be black. You got to be a female. You got to hit all the boxes, and you got to be radical left to the to the conservative matter. I want Supreme Court justices who do one thing: look at the law of the United States of America and determine whether it fits into the the realm of constitutionality. They're not the final arbiters of that, by the way. The founders never thought they would be. Congress has the ultimate vote. You, the people, you can go through that and make laws, whatever you can. But the Supreme Court does adjudicate constitutional law. Well, at least they used to. At least they're supposed to. <laughs> and then you, you ought to see, and we've covered it before, the, the, uh, the responses to some of these votes is outrageous. So two things happened this week in case you missed it. The Supreme Court blocked an order requiring reinstatement. I'm sorry, the Supreme Court did not block an order requiring reinstatement of the Remain in Mexico policy. Now, see, Donald Trump was actually brilliant. He said, if you're going to try to get to our country, we're not going to let you in, set a date, and then let you wander around the country and then hope that you come back for your date. We're going to let you in our country. We're going to set the date, and we're going to put you back in Mexico. And when the date comes, you can come over, and we'll, we'll deal with it. That's the way it should be. 
The first thing Biden did when he get here is he got limit. He limited that. Done. You can come into country, wander around all you want, doesn't make any difference, and then that's why we have this huge push on our border. The Supreme Court just essentially went back and said, no, no, you need to enforce this. So the decision means that the Biden administration must resume enforcing the policy in good faith with legitimate, with litigation continues in the lower courts. In other words, until something else falls out, the law of the land is you go back to Mexico. Greatest decision ever by the court. Six to three decision. But that's not even what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the Supreme Court voted six to three this week to strike down the CDC's eviction moratorium. The CDC is one of those alphabet soup government agencies that controls nearly every aspect of your life. No, no, not not just the CDC. I'm talking about every other alphabet soup. EPA, ATF, all these people have mass power that the Congress has given them, and they run roughshod. This is the real threat to liberty, quite frankly, are these three-letter word government agencies. The CDC is one of them. Who, who, who is the CDC? They're nothing more than a group that studies these things and makes recommendations. That's it. They're, they're not setting law, but they are. They, have, they set the law on the eviction moratorium that can continue. So the Supreme Court got to hear the case and voted 63 to strike down the power the CDC has to stop evictions, which is stupid above all else. I mean, everybody can relate to this, right? the heck is the CDC doing setting eviction? It's absurd. So Washington Post writes it this way. The divided Supreme Court has ended a national moratorium on evictions as part of the countries ravaged by the coronavirus, removing protections. Listen to that. Removing protections from millions of Americans who have not been able to make rent payments. Listen to the wording of that. Is that not inter- inherently flawed from the beginning? The Supreme Court votes to kill people today. I mean, it might as well say that. It might as well say the Supreme Court today ruled that that people who are getting evicted should be beaten and thrown out. It's not at all what it says. It just simply says the CDC can't make that decision. And the Washington Post writes it like that, as if the Supreme Court should make that decision. That's the premise, right? So on a 63 vote announced last week, the Supreme Court's conservative majority, I like how they worded that, agreed that the federal agency did not have the power to order such a ban. They do not. Never constitutional. It's quite simple, very easy. This is a no-brainer, stupid, it should have been 9-0. The uh, opinion, which was written by um, the uh, majority, said, our system does not permit agencies to act unlawfully, even in the pursuit of desired ends. True. It's up to Congress, not the CDC, to decide whether public interest merits further action here. So the argument to the Supreme Court was, it's COVID! You can't kick people out with COVID! Where will they go? They'll go into public housing. to be even worse. That was the argument to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's like, what? That has nothing to do with anything. You just can't let people run laws a rough shot over our country. We have a constitution. We have a legitimate thing we go by here. It doesn't matter. I mean, Washington didn't suspend the Revolutionary War because of smallpox. But you expect the Supreme Court to look the other way on the Constitution because there's COVID? Yes. Three of them said yes. And that's what I want you to see here. Here's what uh, Stephen Breyer said. 
who is joined by Sotomayor and Kagan. So three stupid leftists. I say that with respect, by the way. You'd be stupid. Wear a black robe, be on the Supreme Court. Said this. Listen to the, the, the rationale here. The public interest strongly favors respecting the CDC's judgment at this moment when over 90% of counties are experiencing high transmission rates. You're, you, wait a minute, you're a judge looking at the law of the land. Public interest strongly favors respecting the CDC's judgment? Public interest? You're not a congressman. Matter of fact, you're a judge. How do you even come to that subjective opinion? It's a subjective opinion, not based on the Constitution. Stutchess Breyer didn't say the Constitution allows CDC. No, no, He says public interest suggests we ought to listen to the CDC. This is unfreaking believable to me. It is unreal that we have this going on, and three justices believe that. Oh, we need to look at what's going on in our culture first before I decide whether the Constitution exists. Well, the Constitution doesn't exist, Scott. It's covid so public interest strongly favors respecting the CDC judgment. Does the left even listen to this? Is there anyone out there that says, what? And we wanted Breyer on the court? You wanted Obama to pick these people? <sighs> Elections have consequences. There's three of them. The court ruling ordering to reinstate Trump-era policy requires asylum seekers to wait outside. Okay, I already talked about that one. Here, here's what else I want to cover with you, though, because I, I actually have the opinion in my hand. And I want to write, listen, I want you to listen real quick about some of the other things they said, okay? They are justifying their decision by the Delta variant surge. The modified order targets only those regions currently experiencing skyrocketing rates. So they're saying it's only on certain areas that the CDC is doing this, as if they haven't looked at the law. This is the difference between a conservative constitutional judge and a liberal subjective judge. Did the judges on the left, the three dissenters, even look at the Constitution to see what it says? Did they even say, does the CDC have the power to do this? No, they did not do that because their arguments suggest otherwise. They, they talk about how they, uh, CDC should have the authority. They talk about how the culture and the things that are going on. In other words, listen to this. The balance of, uh, of inequity strongly favor leaving the stay in place. Oh, not the law. It's interesting how those three never looked at the Constitution and the law. They're not even arguing for the law. They say, well, the inequities and the equities strongly favor leaving the stay in place. Unfreaking believable. Here's another reason. Listen to this. Three Supreme Court justices said this. This is their rationale. I'm reading their opinion. They said these people who are evicted may end up with relatives in shelters seeking beds and other facilities where the duly, uh, by that, where they could doubly contagious via, uh, Delta variant threatens to spread quickly. That's their argument. You can't evict these people. Forget the law. Look what's going on. You evict them. That, isn't, that has nothing to do with your job. I don't know what you think your job is as a black robe in a Supreme Court. I don't know that you realize you're not to look at what's going on and think, oh, you can't do this, these people. They go on to say the public interest not favored by the spread of the disease. Again, doesn't have nothing to do with law, just what they think. Here's, here's their another rationale. You ready? The public interest strongly favors respecting the CDC judgment at this moment. Unbelievable. I cannot believe these are legitimate Supreme Court justices. 
The public interest strongly favors respecting the CDC's judgment at this point. That's their argument. Ah, forget the law. Didn't even look at the con- I just know I looked at what the CDC is doing, and I agree that the CDC is correct. Therefore, I vote in favor. Not, is the CDC doing something that is legal within their, their parameters? No. Only the right side, the conservative side of the bench looked at that. The left never looked at that. The left says, well, the public interest favors it. Why not allow it? This is, this is the Supreme Court. This is the American left. We got this one right, thank God, for the judges that are on the bench, 63. But could you imagine if it was the other way around? The Supreme Court could do whatever it wants. It could simply say, well, I don't like that policy. We're not gonna. And that's the problem with an activist judge. Apparently, there's three of them. All right, coming up, towel bigotry. Yep, you heard me right. Towel bigotry. That in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of Mojo. Mojo 5 Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Mispronounced? Mispronounced word? Oh, come on now. Virginia citizens and American patriots. And actually, missing Richard, because it's not any fun. I mean, imagine sitting here by yourself. I mean, I've got help in here, but that's... (laughs) <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> exactly not offensive don't be offended by that quite honestly that's all it's all good so um i wanted to uh to talk about how bad the country is and i'm not just talking about people apparently there are manufacturers who are bad they're making the wrong towels if you're part of the uh, official professionally oppressed or you're part of the official uh, uh, offended. And these are professional people. I mean, you do nothing but sit in your parents' basement uh, without a job and you are oppressed. And I mean, there's other people like you that aren't oppressed, but you're oppressed. The first thing you do, you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and go, I'm oppressed. I live in an oppressed country. America sucks. And it doesn't make the correct towels. Now, I first saw this, I thought it was a parody. Maybe it is. I wasn't able to verify the reality, but, but the reason I think it's real is because the way this person talks. Nobody thinks this way uh, is, uh, is going to say the things that they say if it's not real. So here is a woman who is very upset with towel manufacturers. Okay. 
let's have a moment of honesty because this is a safe corner. Okay, so it's a safe corner. So uh, clue number one, nobody talks this way. No human being with common sense who lives outside of basements and Facebook talks about safe places unless you're in university. No one, no one does it. This is ridiculous. Everything's a safe place. Since it's a safe place you can talk, it's absurd. But this is when I realized this woman is for real. Okay, let's have a moment of honesty because this is a safe corner. And I want to talk about something that never fails to get me. Like, really get me. And not, like, get me in a good way. <laughs> and the th- can you, By the way, can you hear the background music to this? I mean, it's in my headphones. I know it's so clear. So it comes across very clear on the air, but... It's some rap in the background. It's actually kind of catchy. I don't, that's what I've been listening to here. Anyway, back to this. To get me. Like, really get me. And not, like, get me in a good way. <laughs> and the thing I'm talking about are towels. Oh, so, I'm sorry. A jer- we, had to, we had to bleep out. That's why there's a pause. It's, and I'll, I'll go back and play the... The pause was covering over the F word, so we didn't want to play that. Towels. Towels. So, I've been on a journey to, like redo my spaces that I live in and that includes my bathroom. Are they safe spaces? Are you redoing you're reviewing your safe spaces? And on a mission to towels. You you've looked into this and now you found towels to be offensive. So she continues. Who knew that finding a towel that is plus size friendly in a mainstream store plus size friendly finding a towel that's plus size friendly in a mainstream store. Uh is this you know, we have too much time in our hands. I, I, I realize this. You, you have time to go make a video about towels. This is a sick creature. It's not even over. Here it goes. Would be like shopping for a needle in a haystack. So I've tried on towels, like literally tried towels on in stores. And I've yet to find one that fits my body. Example A. <laughs> this is a crisis, isn't it? <laughs> it's a crisis. You know what? It might be, I'm just saying... It's not the towel that makes you look fat. It's your fat that makes... No, I want to be polite and kind here. The, so, so she's upset she can't find a towel that wraps around her. This is a legitimate... And she's not embarrassed by this? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even say anything about it. I got, a, I got an issue if I can't find a towel that wraps around me. Maybe I shouldn't go on TV or video myself complaining about it. Back it up just a bit. Here's more of it yet to find one that fits my body. Example A. Here I am in the wild trying on towels that are called oversized bath towels. And surprise, surprise, it didn't fit me. Are we shocked? I mean, with the way that fashion sizing is, I'm not. But- fashion sizing. Now towels are fashion sized. They say large, but they really aren't large. That's like, you know, size four is really a size eight today. So you don't feel like you're, you know, a big, large woman. So you feel better. So apparently the towels are the same way with our fashion industry today. I don't know. I, I think our fashion industry is changing. Do you see the cover of uh, uh, the uh, Victoria's Secrets now? All these models are plus sizes. I'm sure they can find towels that fit them. Hmm. Anyway, please continue. It didn't fit me. Are we shocked? I mean, with the way that fashion sizing is, I'm not. But it always gets to me because I'm human. And did I cry in Target? Yeah. But here's the thing. My embarrassment is now replaced by frustration and rage. Is it too much to ask for towels to fit plus-size bodies? Hmm. Never thought about it. Is it too much to ask? Is there, is there a petition I can sign? How about a GoFundMe page? Can we talk to anyone? Maybe she should try beach towels. 
instead of, you know, like bathroom towels. Beach towels are huge. I mean, they're designed to lay on the beach. You can lay on top. So they're quite large. I would, I'm pretty sure this would fit her. But there's a towel crisis. There's towel bigotry. There's these companies are making towels that aren't for the plus size, although they say they are. Something has to be done. Don't you see the premise here? What's government doing? Aren't, isn't there somebody that can do something? We are so, in our culture, this is a great example. In our culture today, the towel is so offensive, something must be done. And every time someone doesn't like something, something must be done. And the good news for this woman is there's probably a Democrat politician who will submit the bill in the General Assembly. If you make towels in Virginia, they must be legitimately plus size. They must cover the body of the people buying them. If they do not, you must call them a hand towel. You, you think we're joking. Somebody, the Democratic Party and the General Assembly of Virginia would take this bill up. Why? Why wouldn't they? Is this not a travesty? It's offensive. This woman cried in Target. She's, you, you want hurt people? Is that what you want, Scott? Is that what you, you people out there want? Embrace a new law to get towels and towel manufacturers from stop being bigots. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. And that is a uh, that is a wrap of the radio program this week. And uh, greatly miss Richard, who would tell us what kind of wrap it is. Um, and we will uh, keep you posted on him. And you can send him an email, Richard at theleebrothers.com. Hope he gets well. Continue to pray for his full recovery. A couple of things I wanted to cover with you before we left and learn what we learned today. One is, did you see how to keep your pet safe during car rides? I wanted to cover this. We never got to it. They have a harness now for your pet. They have actually have a tether seatbelt for your pet and cargo area dividers. Or you can put on top of your car like Mitt Romney did. Virginia police admit... They had quotas to give out tickets. Isn't that phenomenal? Actually, they denied it, and then the state uh, police union says, no, no, we want to get rid of the ticket quota. And they said, oh, we don't have ticket quotas. (laughs) Actually, then they caught an email of an exchange saying, yes, we have ticket. I find this offensive, quite frankly. A quota? Look, if a guy's breaking the law and you have, uh, you should have a quota to do that. It's absurd. And I'm glad... They are want it stopped. 
They were writing five per day. Some say that's one an hour if you work in five hours. I don't know what a state police thing is, but I'm glad it's going to stop. Quotas, we always knew they were out there. Always knew it. Again, we learned this show, thanks in, in honor of Doc Thompson and every one of his shows, uh, with what we learned today, and founder of Mojo Five O Radio, Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. We learned that Terry McAuliffe is really want to punish you. Morrison, we're not going door to door, right? but you make life difficult. But we're going to make it difficult on you unvaccinated people. You want pain and suffering? You will comply, or the government will make you. Of course, the contrast to that is Glenn Youngkin, who said... We have to... Uh, uh, respect people's ability to express their liberty to say, no, I'm not going to get this vaccine for whatever reason. Uh, we can't have that. Thank God T-Mac's there. He'll make it tough on you. No doubt. No doubt he will. All right, we learned many things this hour, and uh, many of them is America mourns because we have terrible leadership. We learned that um, the way to stop the mask mandates is to stop mask Nazis. Stop enforcing it. If your job's enforce the masks, do not do it any longer. It must end and you have the power if you're part of that we learned that the public schools are back in session which means indoctrination is too if you're a parent keep a close watch out we learned that inmates are no longer inmates they're residents we also learned the supreme court is six to three was a good thing but the three is a threat to liberty look out if they ever come in charge we also learned that everything bad is because of democrats Nah, that's just not a saying go look look it up glad you're with us check us out the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com and thank you for listening. You want an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker? Give us, let us know. Patriots at the Lee Brothers. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.